last time Creval started talking weird like that, he went all nasty on us. So I'm looking at him a little weird. You always look at me a little weird. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Don't fail is what you're supposed to do with that. I will pray extra hard for Arlen. <laughs> like we need to take out all the dragonborn but that's another day just get rid of all of them mm -hmm. they can't starve if they're not alive so, almost like a weird sacrificial ceremony well, so, thing i've died every single day for the past week it's fine <laughs> yeah. Chapter 109, The Tinker's Residence. Okay. So in the last episode, things had looked like they were looking up for a change. You had defeated the succubus that had taken the place of the Baron. You had helped Nola, your um, basically contact um, in the Dwarven Kingdom or Dwarven Capital uh, to help her ascend to the new barony. Uh, you actually had to defeat a couple of trolls to get there. And then uh, you guys uh, started having things slide downhill. All of a sudden, you got a message that all of the arcane crystals that the dwarves have used to propel their war machines and so forth have just mysteriously disappeared, as if mined overnight by the entire mine. And uh, then that evening... Everybody was at a beautiful state feast, and Nola failed to show up. And last uh, last message you got was that she was not to be found in her residence, in her quarters. And that's where we are right now. And what are we going to do? Um, do? Go home. Do we have the bowl? I do have the bowl. Okay. Do we have water? Yes, it's Probably a dwarven kingdom. I'm, I'm going to guess they have water. I'm definitely going to use the bowl and try and scry on where she is. Okay, so you're going to go and leave the uh, the chaos that is now in, encircling the dinner there. Yes, and well, obviously there's a bunch of servants that are were just bringing in all the food, and they're just kind of you know holding their trays. And kind of looking around confused as people start exiting in all directions. Why are we leaving? Well, I have to grab the bowl. Oh, I thought you had it. You're going, you're going back to your suite to, to okay. consult the bowl. Okay. And um, while you guys are headed back there, um, you know, you're caught in the, the press of all the traffic heading back in all sorts of different directions. All of a sudden, Cotter and Craval just come up short. And you've seen this before when people have gotten messages through uh, the sending. sending. So, Cotter, that is in your mother's voice. And uh, Creval, that is in your sister's voice. I came up with the theory why everyone seems to know Draconic. And that's because in Game of Thrones, you realize it's High Valerian is actually the language that they speak to dragons in oh neat so draconic must be high valerian which is why humanoids seem to pick it up with some regularity it's my theory and i'm sticking to it that's a good theory you should post it on twitter 
Though I don't think the dragons in Game of Thrones are nearly as intelligent as dragons in a lot of other lore. That is true. They do seem to be a bit more bestial. Yeah. They're, they don't have like a culture like a lot of dragons. Then they do. must just speak low Valerian instead of high Valerian. Medium, middle Valerian. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously Cotter and Creval do a quick stutter step as apparently they receive messages. And uh, do you guys do anything or just keep heading back to the rooms there? Obviously being ascending, you can send an immediate 25 word message back. Oh, I can respond to this. Yep. Okay, Cotter. Um, are you gonna send a speak a message back? And you said it was from my mother. Yes, you you heard your mother's voice in your head. So I'm gonna reply, Mother. There is a situation in the Iron Mountain right now. I will respond when I can. Please follow her lead for now. So he just says that out of the blue as you guys are walking back to the uh, the room there. Something you want to share with us? It's not really something we have to worry about. Well, I don't know. You're just sitting here talking into the air. Did you receive a sending message? Yes, but it's not of as much consequence as what we're doing right now. So let's keep moving. Okay. And are you saying anything, Krivals are walking? I'm trying to... I'm pulling up Bryce. I'm thinking what's the best way of saying this and still keep our E rating. (laughs) (laughs) Or non-explicit rating. Um, yeah, I will say understood. I'll be on my way soon to you. Okay. And Kraval just, uh, says that out of the blue. So our, our, our two, uh, holy fighters are kind of just yabbering at the, at, into thin air. Yeah. We're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> la- last time Kraval started talking weird like that, he went all nasty on us. So I'm looking at him. A little weird. You always look at me a little weird. Yeah, well, this time so, I'm like, I thought you were better, pal. Now you're all talking up again. Bull. Did you also Let's get a sending bull. message? Yeah. Is it as pressing as... Uh, to me, it is. It's not what it won't be to you for. Or three, maybe him. But it sounds like he has his own issue. My issue is not something we have to deal with. Mine is. I mean, you're free to go. Okay, I'm going to keep going, running to the bull. Okay. So you guys make it back to the suite there and get into your luggage. Also, is this the same day of the competition we just did? Um, it was the pass? following day. Following yeah. day? Great. I have yeah. all my numbers. Yeah, back. everything resets. I was worried. We don't have to do things with nothing. So I fell the bowl and... Um, oh, oh ca- uh, cast Nola's name. Okay. And you receive a picture of her. And she is lying comatose on what appears to be some sort of an altar or other large slabby tabley stone thing. And it is the weirdest thing you've seen. You get just a kind of a bit of a view of the room she's in and do you guys remember like old style video games before they had really good graphics and everything was kind of polygonized mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. imagine a room that's kind of like that so it almost like looks like you're inside of a geode because it's like all 
sharp angles and shapes and it's so it's not it's neither round nor natural looking but almost kind of like like i said a, a polygonized version of a cave or something from way back in the uh the early days of video games weird hmm. and like any color noises or anything the uh the actually it's got kind of this greenish cast to the rock faces there does it look like the magic crystals they lost? No, you've I'm never seen the, the magic crystals, so you don't oh. even know. Okay. Or maybe I shouldn't say, no, you don't know if it looks like that, because you've never seen the magic crystals. I mean, obviously, your friend Oscar could show you what's left in the uh, the uh, machines down in the machine bay. Okay, so it's clearly not in the Iron Mountain, though. Not well, not any part of the Iron Mountain you've ever been a part of or mm -hmm. ever been to. I'll say that. But it looks like it's kind of underground. Or yeah, in, it, in it appears somewhere. to be some kind of a cave or something like that, but just a really weird one. And when was the last time we saw her? So hours and hours, let's say. Yeah, it definitely has been because if you remember, you each of you split up, and Cotter and Creval saw her most recently when they asked the questions of the dead cousin, the former Baron. And then the other three of you descended down into the uh, mines mm -hmm. to see if you could determine what happened with all the missing arcane crystals. So, yeah, Cotter and, and Creval have seen her most recently, but it's been a good half a day. So, mm -hmm. like, uh, 10, 12 hours? Probably about that time, yeah. Is there anyone else who's seen her more recently? Well, you don't know. You could go and investigate. Okay. Yeah, we need to follow see her. See some trail. of her council members or things like that. Yeah. She just assumed the throne here, or about to. She had to have been surrounded by people for a length of yeah. time. So yeah. someone saw her most recently, even if it's just a handmaid. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, who's who's number two? Um, you can go and maybe uh, see at the uh, at the there, you know there's a seneschal that uh, had been the, the you know, sort of the the uh, spokesperson for the Baron. You can see if if. You know, he's still acting in that capacity or if she's chosen a new one or. So let's go find the Seneschal because they would certainly know who the new one is if there is a new one. Sounds good. And it's a little bit eerie. You guys go out of your suites and obviously your suites adjoin the main crafting chamber. The, the one that's hundreds of feet across and just has endless crafting tables and forges and things like that. And it, they're all abandoned. And you've, I mean, there's always been some activity even in the middle of the night out here uh, maybe not hammering and, and making banging noises but there's always been some activity and now there's just you know you just see like a single dwarf go running across another one go running across clearly um the whole mountain is in a tizzy right now as we're going to find the seneschal uh Kraval, what um what was your message about what makes it so pressing sounds like things are not well at home on a multitude of fronts. And and, it's not something I can fix here. And obviously, Cotter, there. this alarms you because Sinia just arranged for food to be sent up there. So, you know, you guys thought that that was the end of that particular story there, that, you know, the things are going to be all well in the mountains after this. Uh, looks like we need to take out all the Dragonborn. But that's another day. Just get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. They can't starve if they're not alive. See, if we just take out every living thing in the valley, 
the lich can't so are, destroy are, them are we, for us. We're joining Team Lowell now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're Just beating it. He's a pellet done. You're waving a tentacled face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little have have a fan mug. Yeah, he's got a Cthulhu plushie in one hand. <laughs> Actually, uh, Bryce, I think your plan would entirely backfire because then a Lowell could just raise the entire valley as an undead Not if army. We, like, completely destroy everything. But anyway, let's get back Fireball to saving. Let, let's sa- let's blow get back up. to saving the world before we blow it up. So if uh, sound like Marvin if, the Martian. If right Orlana ex- caused an explosion only that big, how how big of an how big of a nuclear blast could I cause? That's the real question. Let's send you it's to the mountains and find, find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where's this Seneschal? Okay, so um, you guys, uh, where are you going to go back to? The uh, royal apartments there? Well, where did we clear? The Seneschal was in the feast room or whatever, so let's just go there and backtrack. Okay, and like I said, it's it's almost completely um, abandoned at this point in time. There's just occasional people running across, and obvious, obviously um, people are, in, a, in like I said, in a tizzy because Nola has disappeared. We took the bull with us, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Just leave it. it. <laughs> so yeah, well, I, I mean, course of action: find someone who can point us to the seneschal and just mm-hmm. ask until we find. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, and uh, so you come up to the uh, first dwarf that you see, and you know, ask where the seneschal of the mountain is, and you hear a voice from immediately behind you that says, "You know." Seneschal of the Mountain was the name of the band I was in in Port of Magna. Oh, my God. Is it Nissian? Uh, Nissian's standing right behind you. Great. Um, I sure well, didn't mess him. Where have you been? Sure. Well, we need to find the Seneschal. Do you know what has been going on? Detect to see if this guy's like low all in disguise. I know you can sense I'm dead. Just real quick for me. I'll, yeah, I have three. I'll do that. Okay, nope. He does not uh, show up as a fiend, a celestial, just undead. Checking. He's just and, annoying. And nothing He's else just annoying. within 60 feet that I can see is? Uh, no, yeah, there's no no uh, no, no bad Thank guys you. in the sixty feet. No, and uh, he turns to you there, uh, um, Adrian, and says, "Ah, I've been in uh, Kaleskwe for a while, but then I was alerted by Galchabar about the goings on here, so I decided I would come and enjoy the festivities. Uh, sadly, it appears that there aren't any festivities going on. No, there's not." It's funny how uh, Nola disappears about the time Nissian arrives. Do you know anything that has been going on here? I just arrived here this morning and have been slowly catching up to speed. It sounds like the whole lot of you did an amazing bit of work in the last 48 hours or so. Yes, but we don't have enough time to explain that right now. Did Nola go missing this morning or? It would have been sometime mid-morning on because that's the last time Cotter and Kraval saw her. Okay. We need to find the Seneschal. This is, follow me. I'm fairly certain I can locate him. Okay. Let's and go. Uh, he uh, leads you to the uh, royal apartments. And sure enough, the, the Seneschal is, you know, he's got his back to you as he's talking with a couple of people. But he is, in fact, there. All right. Um, do you, were you the last person to have no, uh, seen Nala before the... Uh, uh, feast. I can't say that for sure, but I did see her about an hour or two before the the feast was supposed to happen. 
That does narrow a window. What was she doing? Well, she was getting ready for the feast. She gave me a bunch of commandments. Who was with her? It was just her and her uh, ladies in waiting. Can you can you point us towards where they might be? He says, follow me. And uh, he drags you and just uh, kind of immediately adjacent are, I guess, the, um, the royal servants' quarters. And um, there's about three or four uh, female dwarves there. And they look like they're on the verge of tears. Excuse me, uh, were you the, do you know if you were the last people to have seen Nala before she seems to have gone missing? She, she's, well, I can't say if it for sure, but we, we were with her getting prepared and then she had to go out and see uh, the uh, Grand Tinker, some, some important matter of state. How long ago was this? Oh, it was a couple hours ago. Okay, still only a couple hours. But didn't she see the... Grand Seneschal only one hour ago? He said an hour or two. Oh, hour yeah. two, okay. All right, so let's go find the Grand Tinker. Yes. That's the one we talked to. Yeah, you, you met him in the mine. And didn't bother to say, oh, by the way, mm. the new Baron is around, so let's and go find well, him. do we know that the gnomes live underground? The gnomes, if you remember, live in stone houses On in the plateau the immediately behind okay. Faramond. And is that where the okay. Grand Tinker would be? Uh, you would expect, yeah. Okay. Where the gnome home is? Yeah, in the okay. gnome home. Where the gnome tome used gnome to be? Home. Yeah. So you Although, have to roam they, in the they gnome probably tome. think the gnome tome's still there, but we don't know that anyway. Uh, while we're walking, can I ask the Seneschal um, what the commandments were? So, well, there were ten of them. And on stone right. tome... No, <laughs> And on golden plates. <laughs> he's he's she, just regular matters of state, you know, um, how the feast was to happen um, and you know, how the uh, the room was supposed to be set up once uh, once she was uh, sitting in the in the throne. Um, and then, um, you know, just minor things. We hadn't really talked about much. So it wasn't like a big shift in direction from what you've been seeing before. There weren't any like, oh, let's declare war on Porta Magnum declarations uh nothing of the sort no good. that's good to know but that <laughs> wouldn't be uh surprising um she hasn't even taken office yet <laughs> to the tinker on the way to the tinker i want to peel off and go by the uh, shop that was doing the work on my glade and pick it up okay and um there is only one young probably teenage um dwarf there a young man and uh, he basically says that they are they've been asked to do a special enchantment on your glaive, but and he hands you um, a really good looking one. He says they're more than willing to lend this one to you until they can finish the enchantment on yours. How long till that was done? Oh, he said it was supposed to be done by tonight, but okay. obviously things are a little uh, iffy right now. I can lend you a warhammer if you need that. But no, I'm fine. I need the glaive. I would rather have the glaive. Mm-hmm. Out of character, the reason why is I need to have a hand free when I do spells. I uh, can't do okay. with the shield and the sword. Um, but, hammer takes two hands. Okay, I'll be by Where hammer is one hand. He's oh, saying shield hammer and shield. Two. Oh, shield two. hammer. I need one hand free when I cast. That's why I have the glaive now. Um, In my head, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I will be by tonight to pick it up. They say, well, very good. Um, I'll see what I can arrange. Obviously, things are a little bit of a mess right now. I'll be by tonight. Let's go. 
Okay, so you uh, make it out of the back of uh, Faramon's up the big stairs, past all the, uh, the uh, you know, taverns, which amazingly don't have anybody in them for a change. And uh, you make it out there to the, uh, the gnome home. And um, it's a similar scene to what you saw in Faramon's, where it's like almost completely deserted. But just occasionally, like, a gnome will run from one building to the other. And, and clearly they are in as much of a tizzy as they are down in the, val the mountain itself. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> it's fair amount. Uh, uh, that was like a brick in the face. Who's taking the lead on this? I guess I will. Mm -hmm. Go for it. He's our face man. He has the uh, nice glasses. We're at the Grand Tinkers. So you uh, stop the first gnome you see, and, and I don't think you ever asked where the Grand Tinker was. Oh, yeah, and uh, he directs you to probably the largest house that you've seen around there. Um, none of them are especially large or ornate, but this one is a little bit bigger than the other ones by about half again as much. You know, it's got a second story and, and a couple of wings. And uh, you head off in that direction. Knock on the door as soon as we get there. Or do they have doors? They do have doors. Okay. <laughs> what, just shake the curtain? I mean, yeah. what are they? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nice oaken doors with metal bands, dwarvish, uh, dwarvish construction. Knock very loudly on the door. And there's no answer. I want to check to see if the door is unlocked. It is. Knock again, just in case you didn't hear me the first time. Nothing. All right, I'm going to go in. <laughs> Okay. You open the well, door. Well, we tried everything. Yeah. <laughs> Are we bringing people with us, or is it just us right now? Um, you and Nissin apparently is with you. Okay, Nissin. And you open the door, and it seems, I mean, it just has that echoing sound of an empty house. Like, you know, no one's home. You don't hear any movement going on anywhere or anything. Do, we only, do I only know him as the Grand Tinkerer? That's all you've ever been introduced so to him as. I'm just going to call out, excuse me, Mr. Grand Tinkerer. <laughs> And nothing. nothing. So you're saying no man's home? Um, we can... How many bold charges Three. do you have? Three. Okay, then kind of expensive. And we saw this guy just an hour ago. Wait, we've seen him? Yeah. Scry him in the bowl. I didn't realize we'd... I, I was, Don't I you need the real him. name? Yeah. Uh, we can ask one of the gnomes here what his name is. Mm -hmm. Reach out, pick up a gnome. What's the yeah. Grand Tinker's name? <laughs> Sounds like a very terrified gnome. Knick-knack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you anything. <laughs> Mr. Knick-knack. Just gets picked up by the... <laughs> Mr. Knick-knack, pet away. Give the dog a bowl, sir. Do you have a shorter name? the dog a gnome. Come on. Say it <laughs> I hope you do die and get reincarnated as a gnome. Then you'd be gnome one. Ah. And he'd be short. <laughs> Short-tempered, like short this? in height. You'd always be falling up short trying to get in the windows. I'd still make the windows. He would still make the windows. Still to make the windows. I can climb, right? Yeah. Well, we okay. Thought, we thought so that, uh... the the you stop the first gnome that you see and ask for the Grand Tinker's name, mm -hmm. and he says that uh, the uh, Tinker's name is Wayellen. 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 Okay. Should I burn another scry? Um, yes. Okay. On Whale and Jinang's. We don't want to also ask the gnome that we just asked Whale's name for if they've seen Whale before be we scry. 
just go, hey, have you seen him? And, and, he, and he says, well, he should be in the mountain attending the feast. And so we saw him when we went and investigated the crystals, but did he take off or? Well, he was going to go research, go and do a big inquisition as to why the crystals were gone. And obviously this gnome doesn't know anything about an inquisition, okay. not not being a, a part of the, the, you know, gnomish council or anything. So but task he, he would assume that uh, the tinker would be in at the feast of the uh, baron being installed. And so just remind me, when we saw the Grand Tinker, though, was he, after we saw him in the cave, did he leave or do we not know? Did he, like, he leave the mountain or is he still in the mountain that we know of? We don't know. That's why I was going to have him scry because right. the mountain's huge. Yeah, well, so. you guys went back to the feast. The feast, well, the, the main area, yeah. and then and then we're getting ready for the feast that night. And he was going back to the gnome home, for all you knew, to uh, do an inquiry over, okay. you know, what... what disreputable gnomes might possibly have stolen every single arcane crystal out of the mountain. Which is why it's odd that he's not here. Although there was he's a, a big important person and there it's was true. the feast. It's true. Mm-hmm. But if he was, if he said that he was going to come back to the gnome home, then... That was yesterday. Did the Seneschal recommend we come up here to find the... Or did we talk to him about this at all? The handmaiden said the last she saw that Nora was gonna, Nola was going to go see the Grand Tinkerer. Mm-hmm. That's why we're looking for him. Was the Seneschal there, or he was with you? He, he yeah. but you guys took off that way. He obviously has matters of state. I mean, they've got a missing uh, Baron Baron to go track down. So, okay, so we do need to save a bull charge to show the Seneschal if we run out of ideas, right? So that we say, hey, look, she's alive. She's here. We don't know where that is. She's alive so far. Um, might as well locate the, um, whale and mm-hmm. so I'll fill up the bowl, wave my hand over and say whale and, and you get a view of the grand tinker, but he is dressed in these kind of outlandishly fancy robes, which is incomplete opposition to when you saw him the last time. Mm-hmm. If you remember, he had almost plain gnomish attire on and unlike the rest of the gnomes who you know have goggles and gauntlets and you know little knickknacks and fancy doohickeys that all do fun artificer stuff he had just the plain clothes and a single medallion with just a gear on it Uh, like i said he uh, almost as if he didn't have to tell people who he was and um, this time though they are just this really ornate robes floor length with all this gilt thread um sewn into it these like big huge lapels on either side that kind of flow down to uh almost become like a stole or something mm-hmm. what color uh they are a deep maroon with this dark purple um you know design work on it and he also seems to be in a cave that is kind of fractally sized you know, fractally textured. It's it, as if he's in the same cave as is Nola. Almost so, like a weird sacrificial ceremony well, so thing. So the Baron made a deal with the demon, and that's why the succubus was sound. So Oof. maybe the Grand Tinkerer is actually a cult member who hooked or, up the deal. Or the succubus. Well, I maybe the succubus, but I think this one is the... Uh, the one who set up the deal. 
I think there's Grand Tinkerers mm-hmm. actually. Um, that explains the robes, the weird cave. I was thinking the same kind of. You the weren't there direction. when we did it, but when we talked with the dead Duke, no, yes, mm-hmm. Duke, he said one of the, he said something to the way of he he was the one who made the deal, and now that he was dead, it would shouldn't. So well, the, the it sounded like is, yeah. it wasn't other people involved with what he did. Well, he made the deal. That doesn't mean someone didn't broker mm-hmm. a deal. Like, where do you happen to go to find the demon to make a deal with? You don't just go yeah. outside and say, hey, demon. Well, you if, if you remember, that's, that's an in Kraval and, and hey, Cotter, if you remember, he said he met a handsome human who made the deal with him. And, okay. and then the succubus arrived. And started charming all of his foes. Yeah, that handsome human was probably the demon, but who got him in touch with that demon? Maybe someone who's in weird robes in a weird pixel cave. So we went underground when we visited the gnomes that one time, right? Didn't we? Or am I thinking of the dwarven thing? When we when we saw the the hamster cars. That was because we went like was, in the gnome me- mechanism elevator. That thing. was above. That well, was it was it was an underground garage. Okay. But I mean, it was it was kind of like it was off of the dwarven dwarven okay. areas, so the And I don't recall that that looked anything like the the images were It definitely in the did not. Okay. It looked like a, a plain dressed stone garage. Okay. So who can we trust in the dwarven land if if we have these goings on and if this tinkerer is some sort of priest of demon X? Who can we trust? Maybe those, uh, the dwarven fighters that we encountered the succubus with. Or a dwarven priest. A dwarven priest would be good too. Because they might know these things. I think we should go back and see the seneschal if he's the one in charge. Well, the seneschal seems to be a suspect to me. I don't know where the somewhere talking about all this? Um, yeah, you guys are at the entrance to the uh, Grand Tinker's yeah. estate, and but there's and nobody around us, right? Like I said, it, it just like in the in Fairmont's, like the whole place is deserted except for just okay. occasionally still see someone run from one building to another. It's obviously, um, you know, a panic has set in that you know things have begun to spiral rapidly out of control here. Okay, um, I don't trust this. I'm gonna, now. I'll kneel down and just kind of get comfortable, and then I will cat you. I will. Expand a third level spell slot and I will cast sending and mm-hmm. I will send it straight to Nola. Say, Nola, this is Creval. Where were you taken? Who took you? She's in a coma. Um, when you saw her, she was unconscious. She was in a I didn't comatose. Catch that. Comatose. Yes. All right, screw it. One name change. <laughs> was he awake? The, the Grand Tinker? Grand Tinker, yeah. All right, he cool. Was, uh, t- not only is he awake, he's like standing in this cave as if it, nothing was oh, at all wrong. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's sitting there. Like he's in, he's standing there in, in outlandish robes. And in a pixel-like cave like oh, we saw God. before. So way, way land or whatever. To be fair, sending doesn't explicitly say that they have to be conscious. No, but to up? get a response. Okay. Could they wake up, though? You could try to wake Nola up. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar Creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. The spell enables creatures with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance and even to other planes of existence, but if the target is on a different plane than you, there's a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive, but it doesn't say that she has to be conscious. So maybe it'll wake her up. 
try it. Say, wake up. Where are okay. you? Who took you? So, Nola, wake up. Where were you taken? Who took you? Are you with the Grand Tinker? Probably. 25 words. How far? I know. I wrote it down. Okay. okay got it. <laughs> How far away from mountain are you? Reply now. <laughs> hey, welcome back to message. Snore, snore, grumble, radio. grumble, snort, snort. Actually, you, you get it back and it says, this is Nola. I'm not available right now. <laughs> but if you leave me a short message, I'll get back to you as soon I'm as I'm I'm kind back. of assuming a magical message beamed directly in the brain might jolt somebody into consciousness. Hopefully. Well, let's see what happens here. So, well, or I would, a really weird like yeah, dream um, message would come back. Mm-hmm. Like I was... Um, oh my God, the thing she's doing. No, no I was no. Just, I was asleep. So much and, mining. Uh, so much mining. Galchabar woke me up via looking at me via uh-huh. through the... That's mold. true. Yeah. That's possible. So while we're sitting here, can we... We're we're still watching the Grand Tinker in the bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's see if can, there's a reaction. Can you move the bowl while the image is there or will that break it? Um I don't think I don't see why not. It would just need to, uh, well, it so needs to be a still, calm surface. Yeah. Yeah. What we need to find out is there's somebody magical mage that can track this gnome while I'm waiting for a reply. We could always make a deal with the demon. Make You're already did a demon boy. <laughs> Uh, Devil boy. Nothing ever bad happened there. Phone up your dad. Yeah, hey dad, help me out. Do me a solid. Mm -hmm. What what does she say? You owe me. I'm sorry, this is your dad, but I'm not available right now. (laughs) I've left you and I will never come back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey dad, help me out. I don't steal the hamster. She was bit. She can't move. She was visiting the tinkerer. Some other other otherworldly beast grabbed her and she woke up in this cave. She was visiting the tinkerer. Yeah. Shoot. Are you, oh. So we're at his house, though. Do we have any way of tracking somebody magically? So if she was visiting the tinker, then it's, you? it's only presumably druid, so. she went to his house. No, we don't. No, one would presume that. Yeah. So, is there like a room or something down below that looks like there's a, a like a lever that goes underground oh, yeah. like or something a, like okay, that? Like he's got a, some secret tinker cave. Or like an altar cave? or some yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So we need to grab a mining dwarf and ask him if he knows of anywhere in this mountain that has a crystalline room. And we need to grab a gnome. Green crystalline room. But if we know she was visiting. Right. But we need to also grab a gnome and ask them the very same question. Okay. And then we need to search this house. Well, while you do that, I would like to search this house because I'm pretty dang sure. There's no dwarves at all to be seen. And there's only occasional gnome, but none nearby. But you guys are at the house, so you guys could do that right away. I, I would like to. I'd sure. like to look, look around, either like on the you. the lower level or upstairs or wherever it seems like he would have a, a secret room, some sort of some secret sort. room. Maybe there's like a tinker space, but there's something that has a. I don't know. A, oh, a secret. Yeah, something behind the tinker. Yeah, we're gonna look. Okay, for so a secret altar room. You start. Um, Investigating the room, and I think this would be a good time for a skills oh, challenge. Oh, it's always a good time for a skills challenge. When isn't it a good time for a skills challenge? When we're gonna lose right a skills challenge. Yeah, when well, that was that known. That was known that we were gonna lose the skill challenge. Well, it's let's see if my dice are gonna like me annoying. today. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> what? It, it's like at a weird angle. I really love that Arlen is the fail token by default. Yeah. Oh, but he's on the wrong side then. His Actually, side's the way, always the, the losing it, side. The way you had it set up the last time. So we have to get six successes and only three failures. Yeah, oh. so Dang. six successes, three failures. And obviously you can use, you're trying to investigate this house. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can use investigation or perception. 
survival. Um, you could use Arcana maybe to see if there's anything magical going on. Um, you could use um, Religion to see if there's anything religious that's, uh, that's happening there. Um, you could use Sleight of Hand to see if you can you know, find some uh, locks or picks or trap doors or anything. Or any other skill that you might have that you think will bear upon the situation. Okay, so let's go with some initiative. So, Creval. Oh my gosh, that was a horrible one. Oh, wow. Six. Okay, and Cotter? Seven. Okay, and Noan? Eight. <laughs> Should we just go nine and ten and just be done with it? I do have a ten. Oh, good. <laughs> and I have an eight low, so. Aww. Oh, I was really hoping for a nine. <laughs> wow. And, um... Then, uh, so Arlen gets a 10 and Adri gets an eight and let's see what Nissian gets just for giggles here. I hope he gets a nine, 12. He gets a 16, so <laughs> he gets to go first. Okay. Can't he sing a song of success? Yeah. can he give us those boosts? Hey, Nissian. He's a bard boost. Yeah. Yes. Give us inspiration. So, yeah, he says that that would probably be the best thing for him to do. So he immediately sits down and pulls out his lute and starts strumming it. And you guys all get Same. inspiration. So you can use a, uh, you can use a uh, extra D4. Actually, D6 now. Wow. Um, on the D20 roll of your choice. Uh, is it like a, you can use it before or after the roll, but before you've been told you failed? Or you can use it whenever? Basically, what? that's the way it works. Yeah, you can, okay. after you make the roll, you can decide if you're going to use your inspiration, but before you find out if that fails or not. Would uh, Nissian be able to use inspiration every turn? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. So are, is the D6 a permanent D6 for the skills challenge pretty much? Or is it just um, once? Basically, it's going to be you could use one D6 on one mm. of your rolls. Okay. okay. So... Okay, so he does that, and then Arlen? I'm going to use Arcana, because it kind of seems like an Arcana thing to do. Also, I have nothing else. <laughs> wow. Mm, I'm going to not even d6 that. <laughs> what gonna, was the total there? Uh, nine. I'm going to use Tides of Chaos, because that's horrible. chaotic. I'm going to actually switch dice as well. Oh my gosh! Two less. Oh, it's somehow it's one worse. Less. He rolled a six last time. He rolled, he rolled a five, five last, last time. time. Never mind, one less. Time. And the total the is loser eight. Okay, so I don't move think us I'm one gonna, closer to failure. I'm not going to use my dear six <laughs> on that. Okay, oh uh, no, you basically feel for arcane energies, and you come up with nothing. So you're pretty sure that there isn't anything magical that is going to aid you here. So there's no like illusionary walls or magically locked secret doors or teleportation circles. Mm -hmm. Okay. And next up is Noan. I'll do slide a hand, nimbly failing walls for little cracks and maybe levers. And that's plus five. So 18. Yes. You guys are searching around the house and you're kind of feeling the walls up that was a really bad way to put this <laughs> god no one being a creeper over here like does the mimic pseudopod reach out and like smack my hand <laughs> hey! no it slaps your face fresh so you're feeling the the walls for anything unusual and you actually come across a small little indent in one of the 
bits of molding there on the oh wall. And when you press that, a secret door appears. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, guys, Whoa. look, a door. A instant success. Door. Let's go. I mean, that does kind of seem like an instant success to me. I'm just I saying. Mean, it could just be that the tinker has hidden doors. That's because, true. Or it's just one step in the And, and frankly, I think you guys would be completely uh, disappointed if the tinker didn't have secret doors in his house. What, mm-hmm. what kind of a tinker would he be? I mean, okay, so let's move work. one success forward. We did. Okay, did good. And then um, you open it up and it looks like stairs going down. Okay. Well, I think this is basement. the secret door. <laughs> okay, and Adri? Um, I'm going to use perception, kind of just scan either this room in general or looking down into that hall to see if I notice anything. Okay, so you guys go down the stairs or are you going to just look at the hall? Um, just, yeah, just general perception. Uh, I'm going to use that D6 because I'm pretty dang sure. Um, nine... 12? 12. No, you don't uh, detect anything there. So one more failure here. Well, fine. (laughs) Anyone? Anyone going to find anything in these Hmm. stairs going down? Maybe we should just walk down the stairs. And Cotter gets to go. So So are you going to go down the stairs and see what's down there? If we go down the stairs, will that be the... No, that'll be you guys going down the stairs. I think we should go down the stairs look there. Okay. And it actually leads to a subterranean uh, basement, but it's like completely outside of obviously this is a workshop um aside of that it just seems to be just completely encased you know it's just dug into the the stone of the mountain but it's you know nothing nothing special aside of obviously a tinker's workshop with just little desks and gears and bars and bubbling pots of something here and there so a a tinker's workshop that happens to be underground Mm -hmm. that way when it blows up it takes your entire house with and they're just the winds uh, so up both down here and up there, th- this was a very like dwarves and gnomes only society, really. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, the if there's something hidden, it probably wasn't hidden for tall people or made to be hidden for tall people. It was made to be hidden from shorter people. So can I use like everything here is gnome sized? Some skill to see like oh. This is where you would have hidden something for someone who is a like gnome sized person, but because we're taller, we can like see around. So it'd be kind of like insight then to see yeah. if you can determine. That's what I was thinking. We can see the secret key on the bookshelf <laughs> that they couldn't see at gnome height. See, I'll do that. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. Yes, you do notice that one of the uh, sconces on the wall that's holding kind of a glowing orb is just like not in line with the rest of them. So give me one more success. So something seems suspicious there. Mm-hmm. And actually, Kraval, you do know that um, even though it's like all dwarves and gnomes now, that when you've come here with the caravan before, that yes, it was mostly dwarves and gnomes, sort of like Civitas Cataracta is mostly humans. and mm-hmm. um, But there was a, a population of you know halflings and half-elves and elves and, and uh, humans that uh, all would you know have residents in the in Fairmonds, but they all kind of left when things started getting dicey there okay and speaking of Kraval, you get to go next um only i think of i want to try to survival to see if this has been traversed recently by people other than us okay so you're just gonna look for look for us. tracks and stuff in the in the dust yeah. and so forth um issue a silent prayer to nuada to help guide my senses and pick up on what I'm looking for. So uh, give me another D4 on this skill. Uh, oh, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. 
Uh, that's a 26. 26, yes. You find that um, over by that sconce that there seems to be a lot of, you know, there's dust on the floor from the experiments and things like that. There seems to be a lot of traffic in that part of the wall. So this is getting kind of dicey, though. You guys still have only one failure left. And three. then you still have to make three successes to possibly win here. So it's not going well. Okay, top of the order, and Nissian gets to go again. And uh, he's, a, he's going to use um, perception. And he's just kind of going around, um, and he's got a uh, tuning fork that apparently he uses to tune his loot. And he's just kind of hitting the wall, ding, 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 ding. While he does that, I'll just keep issuing that same prayer and touch him and give him guidance. It's oh, an extra D4. D4 on it? Okay, yeah. good. And he gets a 21 with the extra D4. And he says, I think that there's a hollow spot behind this wall right here. Okay. And Arlen. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Don't fail is what you're supposed to do with that. I will pray extra hard for Arlen and <laughs> give what, him guidance uh, as well. Can I give um, so that's a those three a D4 by Bless? Okay, if you want to cast Bless on him. Yep. So what would I do you with gain, that? So you have 2D4. Use your Arcana this again this time. Try to figure out how to trigger this thing without killing us all. Oh, yeah. That's a right, right idea. I'm so going to do that. Got, okay. You got 2D4 plus your D20 roll. 2d4 plus d20, and I have an extra potential d4 D and a yeah. potential d6. So if I fail this, I'm super bad. That's fine. Hopefully. Uh, 18, 22. Three. Okay. So um, Arlen uh, goes up to the uh, wall, and he starts you know, kind of checking for arcane energies and then he just sort of touches just the right spot of the wall and all of a sudden this faint blue outline goes up and over and down and outlines the shape of a door oh my gosh i want to open it up well we all want to open it up don't we but next up is no so and we need one more success super hard one more no success one. to succeed or no. one more do failure not, to fail guidance. Up, man. Yeah. Huh? guidance 2d4 and potential more and d4. a d6 and i know no one doesn't like me touching him so i'm just gonna like lightly tap him with the glaive <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm gonna do i'll do slide a hand again finding like a little finger hold or press like i did before it seemed to work uh, oh, 22, oh, wow. 27. Okay, yes. In fact, actually, you do find a catch. You have to take the candle out of the uh, sconce. And the, the whole wall scissors around and you get trapped and you have to put the candle back. Behold the power of blessing <laughs> and guidance. <laughs> oh, no, no. I forgot my five. I would have had a 21 natural. <laughs> okay. So and so, a, yeah, you, all of a sudden you uh, you start uh, moving around. You, you pull the, the illuminated globe uh -huh. out of the sconce and just click. It opens up, and you're looking at another set of stairs going down into the dark. Oh my but goodness. this one is a spiral set of stairs. So I can see in the dark. So I look down. Anything uh, suspicious? Everyone can see in the dark except for except you. Except for Kruval. And Oh, no. He's a... Anissian. Anissian's human, right? Anissian's human, yeah. Okay, so he loser. also can't see. But we also have a drift globe, so... Yeah. What I was thinking, and I have torches. I, I have lighting sources. I even have the spell light if I want it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you but don't. Cool well, the trouble we is, it's a uh, spiral staircase. So all you see is the down to the first curve, mm. 
but is it, it is seems it? like just a normal stone staircase. Walk down the staircase. Which, which way does it spiral? Faster, it spirals to the left. That way? Okay. That's interesting. Uh, that's bad. I don't it's like that. It's a sinister spiral staircase. Yes. Yes. Why is that bad? Uh, normally, they all spiral to the right. They're going to spiral to the left so that your sword arm can't be brought to bear. That's why they mm-hmm. spiral mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. The people from the... You're meant to fight down the stairs? Yeah, so they spiral they, to the left. The people that are down below so and are striking spi- upwards are swinging into, into the, the wall, mm-hmm. the center. So why is it harder to defend yeah. from down below? And the people up top have their arms free yeah. to swing down on you. So that's interesting. So you'd have people up in the tower that you're protecting. So it's easier to defend going yeah. down. Oh, you gained advantage. In the so this is arms. this yeah. implies yeah. that mm-hmm. there is someone going to defend from below. Or are they just like spiral staircases that go down from to the above? left? One of the two. Okay, fine. Defend from above. <laughs> All right, who's going to go first? Yeah, Nissian looks down there and says, looks very dangerous. Let's go. You go first. Or Nissian can go I'll first. I'll go first. I can go first. We could just He's push nimble. him. We can sacrifice yeah, well, him. I don't want you to die quite so much. So let's let, let's have so you be much. further in the back. I've died every <laughs> single day for the past week. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, n- now, now, in fairness to the Cotter, um, the paradigm used to be start the... the uh, um, combat, kill Adri, and <laughs> continue true. with the combat. But now all of a sudden, it's kind of the paradigm shift, and now is kill Arlen, continue with the combat. Yes, <laughs> yes. kill Arlen, start the combat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even rolled initiative yet. No. I'll go first. Pop up your drift globe, probably, which is what I was talking about like a little while ago. I don't remember where it was. I have a quick question. We got all our key points and stuff. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now you you were awakened in the middle of the night to. Uh, hear the pronouncement of the uh baron of the new baron but you did get a full rest after that and, just for clarification yeah. there's no lit sconces on this there is not it's just okay, down so into will, the darkness i will take the drift globe out and set it to float but the light that comes out will be just bright enough to shine so to illuminate the stairs in front of us but not be so bright that you can see it coming okay and you're gonna take off down into the darkness <laughs> yeah Actually, i'll go first into the dusk Okay. Why don't we have smoke. like a sneaky person go first? This is getting awkward. I can, Please I can. How about I just go first because, yeah. like, you can I, put your cloak I can put on. my cloak on and then I'm super sneaky and no one will probably see me. I'll okay, see and you. I can see in the dark, so I'll so, just go. I'll just go down first. So go ahead and put put activate Huda. your stuff. Yeah, I'll follow Adri. Oh wait, um, and put... I'm also going okay. to do just for everyone else here. Shoot, I haven't done this in a while. Sorry. Um, pass without a trace. Yeah, pass without a trace. I think that's two key points. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we plus, get like plus, plus 10, 10 you get stealth checks. you get plus 10 yeah so gonna fail every single one of them that's, that's, that's plus a pretty 10, dude. with the yeah. plus 10 my minimum roll is going to be 19 am yeah, i the my only minimum one? roll with the plus 10 is do 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 is 16 and i get advantage with the cloak on is am i the only one with disadvantage while sneaking anymore yes because yeah. you have armor and yeah I don't. but you get a plus 10 yeah, um, which I, is much more powerful yeah. than an advantage anyway. All right, so use two key points to cast Pass Without a Trace. Um, and then that should, as long as you guys stay, let me double check. We haven't been sneaky in a while, so. You've been anything but sneaky for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't ne- t- necessarily need to be sneaky for a while. All right, Pass Without a Trace. Uh, do, do, do as long as you are within 30 feet of me. Hmm. That's problematic. Um, and we can't Not be really. tracked except by magical means. There's five of us. We're all in five right. feet of each other. It's fine. Hold on. It's not. It's all right. Not so, good. pass out the trace. I'm going to look back and say, guys, don't be too far behind me. And then I'm going to go ahead and 
be the vanguard here going down the stairs. Okay, give me a stealth roll. Okay. So will we all need to stealth down? Uh, just me right now? or yeah, Just just you for now. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I get uh, 20, 26. Yes, my child. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so she just takes off paddings quietly down the stairs ahead of you. And let's get a stealth roll from everybody else to see how well the rest of you do. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did good. <laughs> I got a 14 with disadvantage on my die, so that's wow. pretty nice. Nice. So what so. was the totals, Kraval? And with the plus 10. Plus 10 in addition to whatever 16. you have. 16. Really? Cotter. 25. And... 36. Oh my gosh. Also 25. Okay. So everybody. Keep in mind, just, none of you guys are a seven foot dragonborn squeezing through a gnome tunnel. I, I'm yeah. just. It's I just a little looked like one in clanging on. Yeah, the ceilings are a little bit low here for you. I would say just, just as a thing, it makes more sense that no one is like furthest away from me because if something were to go wrong, he's probably more likely to, to run away. To You're right. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and also to stay stealthy without I'll be my out spell. of the blast radius when you go off. That's true. No, he's in the back too. I'll push him forward. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's the most stealthy though should be. Yeah. In the most. That's back. me. Yeah. Uh, what's Nissian's role? Ah, uh, let's see. Like how how stealthy is Nissian? He trips. Yeah, it trips, falls down the stairs, takes out a whole lot of you. All the bells and <laughs> yes. instruments. Not me, because I'm in the back. Thank God. And he gets a he gets a horn. sixteen as well. Okay. So everyone goes silently. Or twenty six. And what's he? Like, did you add the extra ten? Yeah. Wow, he's wow, bad. He's bad. not terribly stealthy. He and he's, he's one of the ones that's closer to me. Well, yes. well, what what happens is he's actually very quiet, but then as he goes down the stairs, he keeps plucking his loot. <laughs> and he's like, mold, sneaky he's music. like mold on the wall. That's a bend I used to be in. He can't just not say that. <laughs> Spiraling staircase. That was one of my greatest hits. His tambourines like thudding against <laughs> his leg as he's going down. <laughs> And he has to do the little uh, no, you know, xylophone thing of, yeah. of the, uh, the Tugs Bunny like sneakers. Yeah. No one's going to kill him on principle. <laughs> okay. And use his body to take traps. So you guys slowly <laughs> and carefully go down the stairs. And about 100 feet down, maybe 200 feet down, it seems like forever, you guys notice that the wall texture begins to change. Like you change? or like Pixel <laughs> change? Like pixel change. First, it seems like a little more granular, like they hadn't smoothed this part of the stone out so much. But then as they go along, yeah, it's beginning to be knobby and pointed and you and it's turning greenish and you realize it's the same sort of thing you saw in the bowl. Super weird. So if we can tell that it's greenish, does that mean that there's some amount of light here? Or is that just for those of us who can see? We, we have got the drift. The drift okay, okay. okay. Technically, even dark vision people can't see in pitch black. Yeah, there's it's, no light. It's right. gray, dim so light. Well, light. we would see it as if it's dim light. We would see black and white. I have yeah. just enough light to make dim light. Right, yeah. and which makes us dark vision people dim see light is bright, is, light. is bright light. Yeah. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, yep. and um, you guys we can see come gray. to the base of the stairs, and you guys are looking out on a cavern. And in the middle of the cavern is an altar with Nola on it. But, nope. <laughs> but between you and her are five creatures, for lack of a better term, 
They seem just to be crimson blobs of flesh about six feet tall. And don't like coming that. out of the flesh are these eyes and mouths. Uh. And it makes this chittering sound. Oh, no. And, don't like that. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, I'm going to lead off with I was deucedly uh, disappointed in the entire cast for not getting my young Frankenstein reference there when they were looking for the secret door and I asked them to put the candle back. But, oh well, I guess not everyone is uh, up on the classics. Anyway, uh, the fun thing about this one was the surprise skills challenge. I hadn't actually planned for this to be a skills challenge, but then when we got there and they were looking around, I'm like, you know, this is the perfect place for a skills challenge. And that's one of the fun things. As long as you can have a victory and a failure outcome and uh, you can define the skills that need to be used, you can have a skills challenge. Anyway, so the party is now down in the subterranean underground of this fractal world, and Nola is right there in front of them, but there's aberrant creatures between them and her. So clearly there's going to be a little bit of trouble before they can rescue her. Will they be able to do that? We'll have to wait until the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.